Halleluja. <laughs> Blessed be God's name. Amen. He has been so good to us. <laughs> we prayed, we worship our Lord, our Savior, and this is the time to receive a powerful word from Him. I don't want to preach you what I am, what I have. I want to preach about God told me to preach to you. To say to you, because this word, it's for me also. <laughs> I received it first than you. <laughs> and now, hopefully, you will receive this wonderful preaching. Amen? So the last Sundays, we received teachings here about the church of Jesus. Do you know that? Yeah? Now we know that church is people. Church is people. Church is the family of God. And now you will look at your role in the church. Did you get here the point? You have a role. You have a function in the church of Jesus Christ. Do you belong to the victorious church of Jesus? Amen? So you have your place. You have your function in the body of of Jesus Christ. Look what the Bible says about the body of Jesus, the church, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I challenge you to read after, later, the full chapter of 1 Corinthians 12. This is a, a good teaching that we received there from Paul. So 1 Corinthians 12, yes, verse 12. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. Here we have one assurance. We are the body of Christ. And each one of you is a part of it. You have to learn it today. You belong to one body, the body of Jesus Christ here on earth. But also, you have a function. You are a part, a little part or a big part of this wonderful body of Jesus. First lesson, lesson, sorry, first lesson that we have today. You have a function in this body. Amen? Did you know that? What's your function? <laughs> what's your job in this body <laughs> do you know what's your function you will discover it today amen God has placed apostles leaders in the church prophets preachers teachers people who operate miracles healers gift of tongues interpretation and what part of the body are you you have to understand what you have is for God's kingdom. What God gave to you, you have to use it and to be something in God's kingdom. To understand it, look to your body. Just one example. A part of your body has a function. Each part of your body has a function. Like my hand. 
With my hand, I can hold something, a cup of tea, a cough. I can get my Nutella, you know. <laughs> I can give welcome to someone, say hi, goodbye. <laughs> I can say nice to meet you, get his hand or her hand. I can also organize my friend, you know. <laughs> I have many functions to my hand. And you have also many functions. You know what you can use your hand. What about my mouth? I used to speak, I used to eat, sometimes I shout, sometimes I cry, and I use my mouth, I know how to use it. In the same way, you have to understand your role in the body of Christ. So you have one function in this body, amen? Second lesson, no one is indispensable. Look to yourself. No one is indispensable. You have your function. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 21 to 23. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Just pay attention. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, no, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. It's written in the Bible. The body of Christ needs you. Amen? This preaching is for you today. It's not for the brother or sister that didn't come, okay? <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> for you that is watching us and for you that is here today. The body of Christ needs you. You are not indispensable. Whoever told you, I don't need you, they were wrong. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Of course we need. Because a body without, without arms, without eyes, without legs, is an imperfect body. Imperfections. So no one is dispensable. Amen? Third lesson. If one suffers, everybody suffers. That's true. When you go and hit your feet <laughs> on the wall, uh, in the chair... The whole body, oh, my feet, <laughs> my God. If one suffers, everybody suffers. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 26, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Many times I cried for you in prayer. Me, Pastor Mars, the leaders that they are coming every Wednesday, Friday here, early in the morning, we are here crying for you. When some one of you are in trouble, we cried for you about documentation, about sickness, about trouble in family. We know everything because we are together. If you are suffering, we are suffering. 
Do you want an example? In my life, last year, I suffered a lot. And where were you? You were beside me. You were there. You were here. Also, you were there in my home. We were sending messages, saying, I love you. I be with, I'm, I'm with you. We are together forever. You can count with me. If one part of the body suffers, everybody needs to suffer together. Jesus told, if someone is crying, cry together. <laughs> if someone rejoices, rejoice to get together. So you can count with your brothers and sisters. They are beside you right now. You can count with them because we are a part of one body. Amen? When someone receiving blessings from God, we rejoice. We have thankful hearts before God because we can see each other growing in many areas. Do you know how is your brother's life? You have to be connected. You have to know if he's suffering, if she's suffering, you have to help them. And also we have to know about yourself. If you are in trouble, you can count with us. Amen? Don't forget, you are a part of this body. Suffer together, but also rejoice with them. Amen? So now you know you have functioned in the body of Christ. You are not indispensable. And you have to be connected to suffer and to rejoice together with your brothers. And now we start our message, okay? It was just the intro. <laughs> the message today is, do not bury your talent. Because now you know you have a function. Now you know you belong to this wonderful body of Jesus Christ here on earth. And now you, you discover that you have many talents. You cannot bury your talents. You were born with specific talents inside of you. You didn't learn with life. No. I believe God put in your mother's womb many talents inside of you. When you are being formed by God. And you come to this earth. You came to this earth as a child. Now you are a teenager. Now you are an adult. And you born for something bigger. God put something bigger inside of you. To bless his kingdom. You know what you are good at. You know, if you look to yourself. Sure. You can see in what area you are good. We have feelings. We don't know. But we know. We can look at your life and realize what you excel in. So under, understand it. Talent is different from purpose. Talent is different from purpose. You can use your talent for many things. In the church, in your job, in career, in your family. But you have a purpose in your life. You have to discover your purpose and live it. But you have to discover your talents and use it. Did you get the point? Talents you use for God's glory. Purpose you live for God's glory. Two different things. Talent is different for purpose. So please read with me in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 18. The Bible says, For it is just like a man 
who was about to take a journey and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one, he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. And then he went on his journey. The one who had received the five talents, yes, the five, the one, he went, sorry, let's go again. The one who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit. Pay attention. He made a profit and gained five more. Likewise, the one who had two made a profit as well and gained two more. But the one who had received the one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Until here. We have three different people here. Just to understand, the rich man here in this story was Jesus. He went through a journey. The servants are you and I. We are the servants of Jesus. Jesus gave talents for each one of us. Do you know the value of one talent in that age? Do you know? One talent means 20 years of salary in that age. Could you imagine how many money, how much money that guy put in their hands? Only one, only one talent was like 20 years of salary. He entrusted us. Jesus, before he goes to his journey, he entrusts us talents. He made a big investment in us. And in the text here, for one, he gave five talents to another two, and to one another, one. The one who had received five talents, he multiplied it and made five more. The one who had received two, the same. He went there, he multiplied, and made two more. But the one who had received only one dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's talent. When the masters came back, he called them, the men. It was the time to give accounting of their deeds. Hmm. <laughs> what Jesus was talking about here. He went to a journey. <laughs> He gave talents for you and also for me. But there will be a time that he will come back. And we have to give account of our deeds before him. The one who received five and two, they multiply. So they are okay. They were praised by his master like, well done, good servants. You are faithful. Well done. But... He who received one talent said to the master, to Jesus, I was afraid. Look that. Matthew 25, verse 25. I was afraid to lose the talent. I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what you are on. <laughs> that guy, he was afraid of his master. 
He was afraid to lose the talent. He was afraid to what the people will say about my life if I don't multiply my talent. What the people will say about what I know, my skills, my ability. What they will say about me. It's better I hide my talent. And he dug a hole in the ground and he hid his talent. We have some lessons here. First lesson. Everyone has talents. Doesn't matter if you receive one talent, five, a hundred talents from God. Everyone has a talent and you have to use it for glory, God's glory. It's important. No matter how many talents you have, everyone has talents. Did you get the point here, my brother? Look to yourself and discover your talent today and use it for God's glory. Second lesson, every works matter. Every works matter in the church of God. You can play some instruments, you can preach, you can pray, you can be the translation team, you can clean, you can go and hug people, welcome team, put coffee, <laughs> give a smile, be a deacon, every works matter. Look in the Bible, in Exodus 31, verse 2 to 4. We're going to see, we're going to check right now that every works matter. Look, God was telling that. See, I have called by, my, by name Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. I have filled, with, filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, skill, understanding, intelligence, in knowledge, and is all kinds of craftsmanship to do what? Make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze. Did you see? God, he filled one guy with the Holy Spirit. Yes. He gave him knowledge. He gave ability, skills. He gave wisdom to him to work with wood. <laughs> the wood that we look to wood. Ah, we have many woods here. To do some artistic design. Yes, every work matter. And you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to do that kind of thing. You have to be prepared to clean the church. You have to be prepared to come here and preach the gospel. If it's your calling. You have to be prepared to come and be part of the intercession team. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Receiving knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, abilities, skills. To do what God wants to do. Amen? Every works matter. Another lesson. God made a huge investment on you. He made a huge, a big investment on you. One talent is equal to 20 years of salary. God put in charge of a big value. And you must honor him using these talents because he's expecting a good return. When I was a manager in the bank in Brazil, my clients, they came 
and they told to me like, I have like amount of money and I'm expecting a good return. What can you do for help me, to help me, to increase my money? They were expecting a good return, like Jesus. They were investing in me, in the bank that my, my company that I was working. Also, Jesus the same. He entrusted us a huge investment. And he is expecting a good return. Amen? Another lesson. You have to multiply your talent. You have to multiply your talent. Even if you receive only one talent, multiply it. How? Teach others what you know. How can you do? Use it in the church. Bless other, other people. You have to multiply. To, do to help people to do what you are doing. Multiply your talents. Another lesson that we have in this text. Do not make comparisons. Don't make comparisons. Don't look to the talents of your neighbor. And do not compare what you have or who you are. It's danger. It's unfair. One was called to preach. How can he sing if he was called to preach, only to preach? Another was called to take care of children. How can she or he can take care of the whole church? It's impossible. It's unfair when to compare gifts. Everybody has a different calling. And if you are not using your talent, if you are doing different things you are called to do, you become a frustrated person. Frustration. If you are doing something that God, he didn't ask to you to do, <laughs> you become a frustrated person like, I cannot, I cannot see my place, you know, in this body. Of course, you are doing the wrong thing. <laughs> God, he called you to do another. <laughs> so change it. <laughs> Use your talent for God's glory. Do not make comparisons. It's danger. It's a risk for us. Another lesson. Jesus is coming back. And you are accountable for your talents. He's coming back. There will be one day we will be there in God's presence. And we have to show what we did with what we received. And we have no excuses. Like, no, no, my brothers, they were so bored. <laughs> no, they didn't understand me, Jesus. I tried, but they stopped me. We have no, ex no, no excuses before Jesus Christ. If he gave something, do it. No, I was so afraid of what they will think about me. And I dug a hole in the ground. And I put my talent there. We don't have excuses before God. There are many areas in the church, but few people working. Look to our church. Today I will tell you many areas of our church that you can work. Just wait for me. <laughs> There's more, a few minutes. I will tell you. 
But look to that areas that are you safe for you. And you can realize that the same people, they are working. And maybe you are here just coming, listen to the gospel, go to your home. You have a, a strong talent inside of you. The church needs you. God gave you. God put a, a, a huge investment inside of you. And you are not using. It's clear. It's clear. We can see it in our church. Also in the church of Jesus. Many people. But few workers. And Jesus told it. The harvest is ready. But a few workers. Ask for the Lord of harvest. Pray for him. To send more workers. Because we need. We need. I know many people here buried their talents. Look to yourself. Maybe this word is for you. I don't know. <laughs> Let the Holy Spirit speak with you right now. Are you using your talent? Answer to your soul. Answer to God. You got something like that. <laughs> that I brought here. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Shovel. <laughs> it's a shovel. You, you have used it to bury your talent. To dig a hole in the ground and hide your talent there. Many people, they are doing that. And hopefully you are not of kind of these people. But if you are, please change your life right now. We had to change our life. Do you remember? Could you remember in your mind right now what God spoke to you when you were youth? In your youth, in your teenager, when you were a, just a child, what God spoke to you? What He said to you to do? I know what He said to me, and I'm trying every day to do what He told me to do. If he, he called me to come here and to preach the gospel, I left everything behind me. And I'm here trying, trying. Of course, I commit many mistakes. God knows. But I'm trying, still trying. I cannot use a, the shovel to dig a hole and put my talents in the ground. No. I want to use everything that he gave to me for God's glory. What God spoke to you, my brother? What he spoke to you? Maybe to, to be a preacher? To be a musician? Where are you now? To be a prophet? To be a teacher? To take care of children? To clean the church? What are you doing? Are you doing something to God or you are just coming here every Sunday, listen to the gospel, pray, ask for protection and go again to home and live the same life? And that voice of God, it's so teeny, small inside of you. It was bigger before. God, when God speaks, it's clear. But if you... If you don't give the opportunity to his voice, the voice becomes 
weak, low, and suddenly you cannot listen to him more. And you get this shovel, open, open up the ground, and put your talent there. What are you doing in the body of Jesus Christ? I have a shovel here. And unlike what you are thinking, I will not here to help you <laughs> to bury your talent. No. <laughs> because we have two meanings. We can use it for two things. To open up and hide something, you know. Or we can open up and take out. Bring out to the surface again. Amen. It's your decision to bring out of the ground, to bring it to the surface. You can continue with your spiritual life feeling paralyzed without a function in Jesus' body. Or you can use this shovel and bring an opportunity to use your talent in this church. It's your decision. The shovel is here. Who want to try? <laughs> it's here beside me. And there are different kinds of service in the body of Christ. Look then Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of, you, of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encouraging someone, then give encouragement. If it is giving money, then give it generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. There are different ways to serve in the church. And today I'm here to help you to understand it. Church is made by people, not by one pastor and the worship team. No. Church is made by people. Many people think that to be used by God, they need to preach in the church. They need to be here in the altar singing or preaching. No. They need to be in the stage in front of the church. No. We have different kinds of gifts inside of the church. Not everyone is the mouth of the body. <laughs> Not everyone. You have your own function. So it's important that you to know how many areas or ministry you have here as a church. So you can check in which area you can serve our God. Amen. Do you know how many areas we have here in our church? Here I prepared a list now and you can check with me. You can find out what you can do so you don't bury your talent. Amen? Are you ready to check with me this list now? We are going to the end. But pay attention. You have a talent. You have a function. So read with me. Look. Listen to me now. And try to put yourself there. Where God wants to see you. Try to do like that. If you have a pen, if you have a, a, a sheet of paper, go there and write 
what you need, what you want to be, the desire of your heart. Because later in our cell meetings, and I challenge our leaders to ask for you, what area do you want to serve in the body of Jesus Christ? They will ask you, and you have to give an answer. Amen? So be ready. The first area that we have here is social work and evangelism. Did you know that? We have social work here and evangelism. Look what the Bible says. Matthew 25, 34 to 36. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was, I was thirst, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Jesus told that. So we have social work and evangelism here. How? First, food bank. We have a food bank here in our church. We, together with the Hope Cafe, we serve the community with food bank. Those who are in need, who are hungry, starving, we are there to give food to them. If someone's in need, they come to Hope Cafe and we distribute food to help them. This service is for whoever likes to show love and compassion. Do you like to show love? Do you like to show compassion to the others? It's your area. <laughs> Just come and be an instrument in God's hand. Amen? And also, we have here in our church a challenge. You can come and bring every Lord's Supper. You can bring some food, kind of food to help us in the food bank. So the next week we have Lord's Supper. Yes, Pastor? Yes? The next week. I challenge you, be a giver. <laughs> Bring a, a, a food to help the food bank. Amen? This is the first area. Also we have counseling and sharing love. Every Friday, did you know that? Every Friday in Hope Cafe is open to people. They go there, get a cup of tea, and we are there to give conscience about life. We are ready to pray for them when they share their needs, and we are there to share the love of Jesus Christ. So if you are good with device, <laughs> counselings, go there Friday, spend time with someone. They need you. Be mouth is God there. Amen? Another area, documentation. We have one lawyer here in the church. Did you know that? A lawyer, Luciano. <laughs> he knows everything about documentation, <laughs> about visa. And he helps a lot, many people. He helped me in the past. He is still helping me. And also many brothers here. Did you know that? He has many many courses he studied a lot to do that and he is in the Chok Najin every week what the day the corona 
Okay, now it's closed there, but they were, he was there every week helping the community with documentation, with papers, with medical card, with the hospital, everything. God uses him. If you are good with paper, documentation, business, come and help him. Be beside him to learn and to also bless our community. Amen? Also, we have an immigrant support group. Did you know that? Immigrant support group. And there, the Shalom Church. The Shalom Church is there. <laughs> Luciano, he is the president. I'm the secretary. And I have Martin. Yeah. He is the vice president there. The church is there. And we are there helping the St. Patrick's refugee. Did you know that? We are there. We are representing you. When we are there in the meetings that we have with the government, the Garda, and another Irish people. If you want to bless the community, to bless refugee people, come. You are very welcome, you are Luciano. You are very welcome to come and help us. Also, we have cell meetings. Are you a part of cell meeting? <laughs> if you are not a part of cell meeting, come. We have five cell meetings in our church. In English, in Portuguese, in Chinese. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Come. <laughs> Come, share the gospel, receive teachings from God. Amen? Pay attention. Go and note. We have also children's ministry here. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 6, is the Bible. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old... They will not turn from it. We have to teach our children. Are you good with children? Do you know how to hug one children? To make them smile? <laughs> to play a song? To protect them? To teach the Bible? Misa is waiting for you. She is leader from the children's ministry. Come and help us to teach them the right way. Amen? Also, we have a youth ministry. Do you know? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 14, it's just to give you assurance that the Bible calls us to preach the gospel and to teach others. Look, I write to you, young men, because you are strong. God, He chooses youth. He chooses the youth because we are strong. I mean youth, yeah? <laughs> so we are strong. We are the strength of the body of Jesus Christ. The youth people. We have a lot to do in the youth ministry. You can serve some snacks. You can make food. You can give money to buy snacks. You can help us to plan the summer camp that we have. You can come and help supervise them. We need protection. Or you can help with the activities. We have almost 30 Youth coming in our meetings. Did you know that? Check in what place you'll be better. If you want to help, come and speak with me. Talk to me. We have adult ministry. The Bible says in Psalms 9-12, Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Hallelujah. <laughs> we have encounters of men here, encounters of women, 
And unfortunately, due to COVID regulations, we stopped for a while, okay? But it's for a while, amen? <laughs> we will be back soon. But do you want to help organize encounters, to set the place, to plan activities, dinners? You are very welcome. If you like to work with adults, come. You are very welcome in this ministry. Also, we have a deacons, welcome team, cough team, and also translation team. The Bible says in Matthew 23, verse 11, the greatest among you be your servant. This is the right way to serve others. To be in the welcome team, translation team, coffee team, to be deacons, help in the church, clean the church. It's so good when you come to the, to the church and you're received by hugs, with a big smile. Or when we have tea and cough, could you do that? Could you do that? Hug people, smile to them, clean the church. So come, your place is here. In the welcome team. If you like to organize things, you can help keep the church clean and serve your neighbor. Amen? We have more. Intercession team. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Pray continually. It's an order from God. Pray continually. We have a team who pray continually for you and also for this town. Do you like to pray? Do you want to increase your relationship with Jesus? So come and be part of this wonderful team. We have 12 hours of prayer. Where were you yesterday? 12 hours of prayer we had here. It was amazing. And he told for us in the beginning of the worship. We have our Saturdays, every Saturday, prayer meetings from 7 to 9. We have prayer meetings weekly here. Every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Also Sunday, before the service meetings, one hour before. We believe in the power of prayer. Amen? If you like to pray, if you want to increase your relationship with God, just come and be a part of intercession team. Also, we have music class. We have worship team. And drama team. The Bible says, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Every Thursday and Friday, we have music lessons here. If you are not a teacher, don't worry. Come, learn, and be a teacher in the future. <laughs> Multiply your talents for God's glory. If you know how to sing, how to play songs, come and let's have a chat. Speak with me. More than playing songs, more than musicians, we need a true worshipers. If you have a very good heart, come. I'm not interested about your technique, you know? I'm interested about your heart. If you have a relationship with God, if you're a good servant of God, come and you can have a shot. You can praise God with us together, amen? Also, we have a media team out in video. The Bible says, let them sacrifice, thank offerings, and tell of his works with songs of joy. Psalms 107. If you are good with computers, sound desks, or you want to learn about the sound system, you are welcome to give your best to God. And we need help. We need help. We have a lot of work to do. 
So, brothers, this is, these are the right areas that we have today in our church. What can you do with your talent? It's your decision. It's your decision to dig a hole in the ground and hide your talent. Or, contrary, you can bring out again your talents and use it for God's glory. Amen? So now you know, you are an active member of the body of Christ. You have to work. You have your function. You have your place. You have your purpose. God put on you talents to be used for his kingdom. He made a huge investment on you. And he's waiting for a return. If you are trying to do something you are not called to do, you may become frustrated. Do what God has enabled you to do. Do what you are called to do and don't make comparison. Your talent matters. Amen? Do not bury your talent. I'd like to invite Pastor Mars to pray for us. And the show is here. <laughs> the show is here. You can dig a hole in the ground and put your talent there. Or you can bring out to the surface again your talents and use it for God's glory. God bless you. Hallelujah. Could you stand up, please, for us to finish? Did you listen from God today? Did you understand that God gave you talents? And what? Look at me, please. Please look at me, everybody. What are you doing with the talent that God gave you? What are you doing? God is waiting one answer. Don't say to me you don't have talents. You, you, you receive talents from God. Maybe you don't have the same gifts that I have. But you did receive talents from God. And your talents, when Jesus returns, he's going to ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? My brothers, we are going to be accountable. We're going to give account. And that we are just here to say to you, go to God together and say, God, you can count on me. To be used in church is not to preach. No. Just the mouth speak. But the rest of the body does many different things. And please, close your eyes. I want to pray for you. God has placed inside of you a lot of talents. And he's going to use you in different areas. Don't compare yourself to others. God gave you talents and he's going to, to, to ask you one day, what did you do with all the talents that I gave you? Father, 
In Jesus' name, I pray for all my brothers and sisters that are here in church, for those who are watching us online. Father, we thank you for the word you gave us today, and we want to give you an answer, Father. Father, you don't want to dig and to hide our, our talents, Father. Because one day you are going to ask us, what did you do? And we want to use it. We want to bless people. Father, this is your church. The church of Jesus Christ. We are one body. And we can help everyone together. Building this strong body. That is the body of Christ. And bless all my brothers and sisters. And help them to be part of this strong body. That is the church of Christ. In Jesus name I pray pray amen and amen hallelujah may the grace of the lord jesus and the love of god the father and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all forever and ever god bless you in jesus name amen